Saying what session is because every freaking time say is it session mobile? Is it that already? Yeah, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You're not doing it anymore. No, I'm not doing it. Session 24. Wow. Session 24. Um, so yeah, welcome to session 24 of the podcast. It's kind of a, a little special session here too because we're um, we're actually not in Christchurch tonight. We're in Littleton. Littleton. Special request from. From a listener, yeah, well said. Come that dude in New York. Yeah, Mr. New York <laughs> wanted us to. to more. He said, "Do you ever take requests on venues and, and suggested the Wonder Bar?" So here we are in the Wonder Bar. Here we are in the Wonder Bar. Yeah, and it's it's wonderful. It's it's lovely. <laughs> Actually, we'll put up a couple of photos in the blog here. Yeah, no, definitely. And yeah. if you were wanting to check that blog out for new listeners, yeah. it'd be what? Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry again. What, what is the blog address there? Oh yeah, that, it's a. Uh, <laughs> nzpodcast.blogspot.com Perfect. Perfect. Just wanted to get that out of the way, you know, the formalities. Get the admin done. Yeah, get the admin done. So, uh, and if you want to send us a, send an email, um, we're going to do this at the top of the show as opposed to the, to the end. Uh, nzpodcast at gmail.com Beautiful. So, if you have any more suggestions on or any requests or uh, you just want to tell us where a bunch of assholes, then please do write in and, and let us know. Or you can leave a comment on the blog. Yes. Yes. So I think are, are we done? Are we done? Uh, yeah, admin let's, wise? let's just get into the meat. Okay. Let's get into the meat. So uh, we're joined this week by a special guest, uh, Andrew, who was with us before uh, on session twenty-one. I think it was. No, no, you've been seventeen. Way back then. Way back. Which I think back in the teens. Which Johnny. I think, um, according to Feedburner, is our most downloaded episode ever. Actually, I think you're right. I checked that as well. Mm. It's um. It, it peaked. Yes, yeah. Definitely peaked for some reason. Honestly, we're not, we're not blowing smoke up your ass there. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that was true. Where does that saying come from? <laughs> blowing smoke up your ass. Having smoke up blowing up your ass? What you, that, you've, never, you've never had? Why does that feel good? I mean, think about it. It's definitely American, I, 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 I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know, actually. It's a good point. Never, never heard that. No, I think it was because of my honest portrayal of... The fool's, the fool's way of getting to New Zealand, the most oh, difficult and stressful way. Right, the can. LAX episode. The LAX episode. I'm wondering if there are people out there that, that resonated with a little. I'm sure. I think anyone who's gone through an American airport uh, recently will probably resonate quite well with them. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just to set the scene. <laughs> yeah, set the scene, Johnny. Set the scene. Um, so, so far in the Wonder Bar, since we've been here, which is about five minutes, 
we've seen a local fall over drunk. Hit his head on, or hit his lip on the floor. And I've just been interrogated by a Russian senator. <laughs> and there were two requests for pool partners. Two requests for pool partners. Yeah, they, they wanted to play with the drunk guy. And, and Andrew was actually watching people shop earlier really? through the windows. Through the windows as well. Oh yeah, because the market just Because you can actually look through the windows down into the supermarket. Which is kind of bizarre. Ready, but the, the wire mesh windows, so... Um, but this place is so uh, rock and roll. You, you call it rock and roll? I, it's yeah, I don't know. It's beyond rock. <laughs> it's, it's on a different level. It's like a what? like a Cure video, um, like a Cure video maybe. The actual doll's heads behind the bar, like on on the bottles and stuff. It's very grunge. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. But then there's a lot of seventies glamour as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's just all over the shop. It's great. It's great. Well, <laughs> one of my personal favorites. Is probably that that pastel painting of Paul Newman and John Travolta over there in that booth, right behind the hair curler lampshade. Uh, you got to check out this glitter on it and everything. It's it's pretty money. Oh yeah, it's pretty sweet. You're gonna whiz around with your camera. Why don't we just take a bunch of shots? Okay, I'm just taking on the blog. I'm very good for to see. So anyway, last time we caught up with Andrew was you just moved here, so you're telling the stories of well about your travels. Um, so at that stage, I think you were jobless. You hadn't had a house. You didn't have a house or anywhere to live. We had a house, but we were we were just sort of fresh renters at the time. Oh yeah. So we didn't really know the market. We didn't really even know our way around the city. Yeah. Was last time. So. so how long ago was that? Six months. Six months. Six, almost seven months. Almost seven now. Yeah. Wow. Have we been doing the podcasting? <laughs> How long have we been doing this thing? I'm not answering that. Uh, I think Has it been that long? I think we've been doing it over a year. Huh? Yeah, we've been doing this over a year. Oh my god. Right, so if you've been with us for a year, guys. Good on you. Hats like, off. We're going to drink I, a couple of drinks. We've, we've been barely here for a year. Yeah, ourselves. Just all about, yeah. Good on you. So, um, just be careful, lads, when you put the glass down because we've got to think of the people listening. All the listeners. Uh, okay, so you've had six months to settle down. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, what's that of New Zealand? Well, I think my my list of, of quirky things about New Zealand that I need to pay attention to keeps growing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it's a never-ending. I'm list. trying. So I sort of do daily inventory on that, and it's amusing most of the time. And it's I'm quite sure there's that any country would have its own set of quirks, but. Uh, definitely felt like, especially with the car situation. Oh, that's what you've had. We've had terrible some, luck. Some really bad car karma. Now, this is the thing if you're coming to New Zealand is that the cars seem really cheap. It's because they, they are. They seem very economical, and you're going, wow, oh, this is an affordable place to buy a good family sedan or a good station wagon, and it looks solid, and the kilometers are low, and you have all these dealerships and everything. It looks to be a very healthy, vibrant market. And then. And then you re- you realize why your mechanic down the road is always so busy, and the bays are always full of cars, and people know them by first name. He knows people by first name. It's, it's all coming together now. <laughs> so, yes, there there has been the the New Zealand Kiwi car experience, which uh, is a little shaky, I'd say. I wouldn't. I don't know if I have as good a thing to say about that now as I might. Most of them were imports. Most of them are second-hand imports. Well, they don't make cars here, do they? No, but I mean, sorry, most of them are, when they're imported, they're actually second-hand already. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's first-time, second-time owners in New Zealand. That, that's on the warranty, or yeah. the registration, I think. But anyway. 
Anyway, <laughs> so what you're saying here is there's a lot of quirks. Cars are shit. Is that what? Is that's what I'm hearing? No, I, I I think there's 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 more to that. There's definitely some more happy quirks. There's some, there's some fun and friendly quirks about things. I think there's a certain um, dynamic around being part of a club or being part of a some kind of group that gets together on a regular basis. I think there's that's more of a way into the social social scene than than just kind of floating floating in and out of bars or social circles like that. I think you kind of have to find an affiliate and work your way that. So you're finding more of like sort of an old boys club, where you went to school, what, where you work. Yeah, there seems to be a little bit of the... It's very clicky. They're a little bit of tight circles, anyway. I, yeah. it, seems, it seems tighter than in, say, in Calgary, where it, it's got, you know, 80,000 Americans living there, and everybody's moving to Calgary. Yeah. It's now at a million, so everybody's new there, so everybody's friendly to each other, because you all feel like new neighbors. And I've heard that about Christchurch, though. Apparently it is very clicky in Christchurch, as opposed to other parts in New Zealand. So um, I, I think a lot of uh, Kiwis would actually probably agree with you there about Christchurch. Well, to be honest, I would as well. I mean, it took us a long time to get to get settled in. It wasn't until I, um, actually, like you were touching on there, Andrew, got into something. So I got into some sports teams, mm. and that's where most of my friends came out of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. You get into, you find the hobby, basically. And I'm the same with the flying. I mean, uh, yeah, I met a lot of people through flying. The other side of it is uh, I met a lot of people through just Irish people. And English people, and um, um, you know, we're like we're no better than the Aussies in Ireland or the Kiwis in Australia. I mean, you know, Irish people tend to hang out together. You attract your own people who are living abroad, doing similar experiences. Well, that's it. Exactly. You got yeah. lots in common with them and, and all the rest of it. But you know, and then work as well. I mean, I've, I've got friends from work. Um, you're my friend from work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a bit of a the, the new frontier kind of attitude that exists here too. Like that you can the more entrepreneurial, more do-it-yourself kind of spirit seems to be very much alive and well here. Oh, definitely. I think yeah. there's more of a tendency for people to hold your hand a bit in places like North America and some of that urban areas. Here it's it's kind of got the British infrastructure but it's got, it's liberal enough that you can really, if you wanted to try something new and branch out in your career, this is the place to do it, I think. Oh, definitely. A lot of um, foreigners come here and start businesses and um, you know, do things like that and just do new stuff. I mean, I've done heaps of new stuff since I've been here. Well, I've said it before, to start a business here you need $5 and an idea. There's no red tape, there's nothing. You want to set up a Shop or whatever, go well, for it. Unless your business is about red tape. Yeah, and then it's a little harder, man. I can't wait till that gets <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> it's good. Um, okay, well, so wrapping this up, um, are you glad you moved? Yes, I would say that our move up to Taylor's Mistake, though, the um, little perch on the hill where the sun never shines, at least this time of year, uh, has, has affected our settling in process. But that could be uh, a long and uh, self loathing experience for me to share with the listeners so I won't get into that. <laughs> let me just, let me just, let, no, no, absolutely, absolutely, no, I mean, I can, great view though, great view. I mean, people could be a worthless listening to this, you know what I mean, I mean, I know, we don't want to, no, no, I think, no, I can, I can, we don't want humor. to, we don't I mean, want to piss them off even more. <laughs> I can see the humor in, in every little juncture that we've reached since we've been here, I mean, you come home to this beautiful oceanfront property that you'd never get back in. Well, I, I saw your home tonight. I mean, it's it's nice. It's really really nice. It's a great it's yeah. a great spot. I mean, it's the view. I mean, the house has got a lot of character. 
there is that sunshine though when it disappears well, at this time people, of year I guess people, yeah but we are we're in, we're in the dog middle of winter here ladies and gentlemen it's fucking shit so it is it's just the weather it's cold it's windy it's, it's rainy it's fucking miserable so it is it's, it's, it's as miserable as an Irish winter almost almost <laughs> almost I mean, yeah, yeah. You, know, you do get a break in a cloud every every now and again I mean, you know, that's, that's the difference for me um, like in, in Dublin I mean you lived in Dublin uh, you were in, in winter in Dublin and that's bleak I mean, it was it uh, it's like worse. living inside a great tent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that, yeah. really. And I mean, yeah. every time I get pissed off in Christchurch in the winter, I think of think of home. Yeah, see, I actually don't find it that bad here. But maybe it's because I've been here for, you know, a number of years now. Yeah. But also coming from the dead of winter in Canada, it, there's just, there's no, you know, it doesn't even approach how cold it gets in Canada. Like, you know, you wake up, it's like, oh, jeez, it almost got down to zero last night here. Yeah. It's like, but it's amazing just how much it affects you, though, isn't it? I, I brought out, I had to, um, I got up early to go to work, and my car had a little bit of ice on the windows, or frost on the window, and I just turned the car on and turned the wipers on, and it was gone. It wouldn't happen in Canada. You'd be out there scraping yeah. for an hour. Well, no. Yeah, yeah that, that was the other thing, and this is the last thing I'll say about the quirks, that you seem to be, you seem to spend an unusual amount of time thinking about heating. <laughs> And just sort of thinking about how you're going to warm this room and that room and how you're going to keep people warm for extended periods of time. And you, and you sort of, it's almost like you strategically place sweaters and, and pullovers and jumpers around the home just to kind of, if someone's cold, they can throw it on at a moment's notice. And you just, it's a total paradigm shift. I mean, if you're sensitive about cold weather, those people that lived in Canada and were like that just had it cranked up to 25, 30 in their home all the time. True. And they just turned the thermostat up half an inch before when they got home and they, that's all they thought about it. Here, most people would be wearing flannel, everything. Uh, thermals, yeah, come in. They would be wearing, they'd be wearing thermals. They would be moaning louder than anyone else. So you have to kind of accept that you're going to be preoccupied with that and then just make an art of it and become incredibly efficient at chopping swinging an axe. <laughs> I mean the problem is Swing that it's just, I mean the problem is just the, the housing is just not very well equipped to deal with the winter not very well equipped to deal with the cold there's no insulation uh, the heating systems are pretty shit and uh, any heating that exists is expensive and uh, yeah it's, it's a killer it's expensive we're saying that as well I've got a nice I've got a house that's insulated and it's got a heat pump and it's very cozy oh who's on who's but I mean you know for the first two years I was here we lived in an ice box you know what I mean it was a nice box. It was like I mean, I've been in garden sheds that were warmer. And yeah. are, are the Russians going out at the bar? They are. Can you hear them in the back? You might hear them in the background. Some Russian servers. <laughs> Uh, wow. All right. We should move it. Yes. We should move it. Okay. So um, well, we're gonna. You know what? It just wouldn't. It just would not be podcast without some sort of survey or list. That's right. Yeah. So why don't we? Why don't we we've crack got the, into we've some got sort the of list. prosperity league? Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Okay. So um, the global prosperity index. Okay. Global again. Yes. Ooh, I like this because last time we had global peace index. This time we got okay, yeah. global prosperity index. Right. Let me see who actually did this one. Uh, the Lower Property Index was compiled by independent think tank. Yes, money. 
Think Tank. Yes, there we go. So Think Tank on board. Actually, man, Think Tank. Uh, the Legaturn Institute of Global Development, um, who are based in the US. That sounds distinguished. Yes, um, so they can't be wrong. Nope. <laughs> they Anything be wrong. with Think in yeah. or Global <laughs> or even Lego. <laughs> <laughs> it must be true. Okay, so um, it went beyond the traditional financial measures to calculate a country's prosperity, uh, as well as personal wealth. The index considered indicators of life satisfaction, you know, because life satisfaction is really easy to measure, uh, including freedom of choice, healthcare, and the country's climate. Wow. Okay, so, so number one was who? Um, well, who was number one last week? Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. One of the Scandinavian countries, That's yeah? That's right, yeah. Probably yes, probably yes. One of the Scandinavians. Yeah, yeah. Norway, they've got, number a, one. They've got yeah, it going yeah. on now. Norway, and they were one they last time. They have loads and loads of sex. They had shitloads of sex, cash, and peace. And heat. And heat. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> Next month? Need? Um, Norway podcast. That's <laughs> the US came number two. Number two? Yeah. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although there's a shitload of cash there, too. And I'm sure there's sex going on as well. I'm sure there is. Yeah. And some parts of it, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Bible Belt, especially, yeah. especially the Bible Belt. Yeah. Um, Sweden, number three. Number three, okay. But you know what? NZ Podcast, where did New Zealand rank? Where did they rank? Uh, we came in number six. Six, no, that's the top ten still. Yeah. Uh, just picked Canada. And then we have Denmark, Germany, Finland, Switzerland, Australia, Singapore, Netherlands, Ireland. And who cares about the rest of the countries? Yeah. So, uh, Aussie was where? Aussie was, um, should have wrote, wrote numbers beside these ones. Oh, didn't make the top 10? Just picked you hit by Switzerland. Oh, it's because Australia is running out of water. Yeah. That's, That's probably, probably the main yeah. reason. Well, they've got plenty of water now. So Singapore, yeah, number 12. Uh, the Netherlands, um, after them, and then, Iceland, uh, then Ireland, uh, followed by Iceland, Mexico. Mexico is ahead of the UK. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't have thought of it, would you? And they're also ahead of Israel. So, yeah. And then uh, United Kingdom, Belgium, Spain, in the top 20. So there you go. Not bad. So, so what do we actually, learn from that? Actually, New Zealand is not too bad for peace, as we learned from last session. Yeah, what were we last? What did New Zealand come in? Was it like fourth or fifth or something? No, I think it was third actually. No, no. Was it? Jeez, I don't even know. I can't even remember. It was. It was top. It was. Well, it was a visa. It wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one. No, I think it was three or four. Three or four. Yeah, well, so there you go. Uh, so New Zealand isn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, so you've improved your lives, prosperity-wise, by moving to New Zealand from Canada. And I've moved, I've moved six places up from Ireland. Yeah, you're not too bad, eh? So um, I've benefited quite well. Immensely. Whereas we, we just, 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 slight benefit. just grabbed the ladder. <laughs> slight. <laughs> slight benefit. Okay, the next thing is um, the flag. The flag. The flag. Right. Yeah. So it was, uh, another. Uh, most people actually can't even distinguish between the Aussie flag and the Kiwi flag, really. Um, well, the difference. A lot, actually, a lot of Kiwis and Aussies can't tell the difference. 
Quick we'll ask our guests. I, I like putting people on the spot here. Do you are you familiar with the New Zealand flag? Yeah, the Southern Cross, right? Yep. And the, and the Aussie flag. Are you familiar with that one? Not as much. They've, they've got one extra star. I know that. Yeah, it's, but it looks identical. Like it looks identical. Like, yeah, it looks identical. It's just got an extra, an one extra, extra star. Larger and and there's one other difference. crucial difference. The stars are red on the Kiwi flag, and the white on the white and the Aussie flag. But you know, to the average you know observer, I mean, they're pretty I much identical. I didn't know that until I think a year ago or so. I was looking like, jeez. Yeah. Um, there was an example of uh, the Australian Prime Minister wants to visit uh, Canada, I think it was, and they flew the Kiwi flag when he landed got off the plane. <laughs> Did you not hear that one? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was Canada or if it was another country. Let's call it another country. But it was, it was a Commonwealth country for sure. As a, you know, that's Maybe they just country that should have known better. Exactly. Maybe they just ran out of that at the flag shop when they said, out oh, it's yeah, close right. enough. <laughs> close enough. Run it up. Tool notice, really. Well, it's only, I think only the news uh, people noticed. But, um, but it's funny enough. Anyway, uh, when I first arrived here, the first year I was here, there was a bit of a campaign going to change the flag. To the big black flag with a white fur? Well, they didn't really have an alternative. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of fell down. Um, but they were basically, there was an election that year, and they wanted to have a referendum included in the election to say, uh, can we change the flag, or do you agree with changing the flag? And then once they got that, yes, then they'd have a vote on which flag. So yeah. they'd have a, a competition, I suppose. And oh, no. Yeah, one of those. Like a whole bunch of people from grade three drawing their flags. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, it didn't, it didn't really go anywhere, despite having a lot of support from um, basically everyone. I do well remember that. I remember walking through the airport, and there was a whole changeourflag.co.nz or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Put a drama going all the time. Oh, she's marching. Oh no, she's okay. She's just checking out the filter. She's in full march mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got some good um, German words down there and Russian words. Reflecting German words. Go on the piss Russians. Exactly. Um, you know, we some more alcohol. All right, that's fair. That's we, a can, fair uh, call. we can edit that bit out, can't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, yeah. Oh, we probably won't, though. We it's actually don't do it today. Oh, we don't, yeah, we're, 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 we're Observe the sound of someone getting some more beer. <laughs> In the Wonder Bar. You're going to really enjoy that if you're if you're at work right now. <laughs> so, um... Should we wait for Andrew? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, let's play it Um... Yeah, one of the reasons I think it didn't happen was because a lot of the, the talk DJs, um, you know, the radio chat oh, DJs, the they, they all came out against it. Um, basically, their argument was the veterans fought for that flag, blah, blah, blah. Um, don't change it while they're alive. Uh, yeah, that seems a little silly, I don't know. Yeah, well, well it, it seems to work, though. I mean, you know, they, they started up their own little anti-campaign to kind of keep the flag. It's amazing, I found, it's amazing how many followers those morning show radio personalities have around here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. But, I mean, you know, but it's the same in every country, you know what I mean? I don't think there's a country in the Western world that doesn't have talk radio, doesn't have a huge following. Oh, cheers, Andrew. Um, oh, thanks, Andrew. Oh, oh, we got man. ours. <laughs> well, come on in here. Come like, back in. I love that New Zealand's where they go off and change the keg. Some of those dreads just to keep me. They just like they lost your weight. Yeah. While they change the keg in Ireland, they just go order something else. Yeah. You know, it'll be at least <laughs> half an hour before they change the keg. Um. So anyway, that kind of went to pop. 
but basically, um, you know, I know that Canada changed their flag. When will that happen? 65. Oh, yeah, very good. Um, the, 65? <laughs> I think it was 1965. So describe the flag, the Canadian flag, previous to the Canadian flag. Because as, as far as I'm concerned, that flag that you guys have has always been the Kiwi flag. Just well, the Canadian flag. Or sorry. Well, Canadian we had flag. we had a Union much like Jack. Kiwi, yeah, which like we had Union Jack in the and then we had Maple Leafs, you know, scattered around. Yeah, sort of outcropping of Maple Leafs in the center of the flag. Yeah. So, I mean, do you know if it was an easy thing to do? Did most people want to do it? Was there opposition to it? Oh, I think there were. Yeah, they loved the the staunch British colonial, British North American. Patriots, much yeah. keep it with the Union Jack. Yeah. And a lot of people here want to keep it with the Union Jack as well. Especially the English people have noticed. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, people who were born in the UK are very happy to have their flag as on the Kiwi flag. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't quite see it the same way. You don't see it the same way? No, no, I don't. No. I was, actually, I'd almost be considered very much in favour of changing the flag. I think so too. But I, I mean, at the same time, I can't, I can't really count New Zealand as my country. I've only lived here for, you know, three odd years. Um, but, you know, I think it's just crazy the fact that their flag looks almost identical to the Aussie flag, their I closest neighbour. To um, be honest, that I've, should be a reason I've talked to a lot of people. Well, I haven't said, hey, what do you think about the flag? Straight off the bat. But I'm talking to a lot of people. Nobody really identifies with it. Well, the Maori, the Maori hate it. Maori hate it. You know, for obvious reasons. Um, well, the Maori have their own flag as well. Well, that's right, Sam. So, what was the big controversy around flying the Maori flag on on the Harbour Bridge, the motorway bridge in Auckland? Wasn't there a big? Yeah, there was a big. There was a big controversy. Yeah, wasn't that because somebody just climbed up and flew it? Yeah, it's, it's some. You know, you can't fly it. It's an illegal flag, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's like a flag that kind of distinguishes the Maori from the Pakeha, and it, it's against New Zealand because you know the white people in the Maori are meant to be one nation. But I mean, if, if one kind of side of the nation starts flying their own flag, that kind of puts that idea so, Yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, I think. It, it well, and the general the general rule for the for flag flag waving is that you you must have your own flag, your own country's flag, the country that's, that's that you're residing at that time must be high, flying the highest, right? There mustn't be anything above it, right? Yeah, because actually, that's, that's an interesting story. Um, there unless, some, unless there's another nation yeah, because, flag beside it. Well, no, that's not even true. It has, no. to be, it has to be below, because I, I know that they had a... Uh, Camp Kiwanis, one of the... Well, you guys have the Rotary Club here, right? In uh, New Zealand? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So one of the major charities had... Major charities had a camp called Camp Kiwanis, and they had an Aussie guy who was working for this camp, and he ended up flying the Aussie flag. And the Canadian flag was about a foot below the Aussie flag, and he heard about it from the, the Canadian vets. Oh, really? Way up. So you never ever have a flag that's not your own flying higher than. Well, my, actually, when my father was working in the States, he was working in San Francisco for a couple of years, and him and a bunch of. Well, he's from Canada, and him and a bunch of the guys he worked with, all from Canada, were living in San Francisco doing work there, and um, they went to a Raiders game, Los Angeles Raiders football, gridiron, and um, big tailgate party before the game, and they had a big, big, big pole, and they flew the American flag, then the Canadian flag, and then the LA Raiders flag, and the security came around and told them to take it down, that they could only fly the American flag on it. 
and if they wanted to have another pole that was shorter, they could fly the other two flags. Yeah, well, that's something. That, I mean, I know the Americans have a code, you know, and it's you know very strict and poor. I think every every country does have a code, but the Americans are thought of in school. You know what I mean? It, it's it's kind of hammered into them. But and, um, they actually thought they were they were doing all right because they were putting you know, their own flag up top. Yeah, well, I think yeah, flying other people's flags. I mean, I mean, the thing about Ireland is Ireland is is such a politically charged place to fly flags. And I mean, for years, people, um, you know, I mean, it was even fine. You know, your own country's flag in the Republic of Ireland was kind of considered like can't really do it because people are going to pin you down as an IRA supporter. You know what I mean? You know, if if someone flies their flag in a front garden, people don't think. Oh, he's a bit of an IRA nut. Uh, be careful of him, kind of thing. Now, that's changing, which is a good thing, I think. But uh, but in the north of Ireland, it's still um, you know it, it's just basically you don't fly a flag unless you're stirring up a ship, basically. I mean that's the attitude. And, uh, it's hard to explain, but all you have to do is take a drive through the north. <laughs> Uh, on, on certain days of the year, and um, it's you know you can't really see the green for the flags. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's just it's just, day it's, just <laughs> it's just it's just It was and quite it, lovely. And if oh, you're you. if you're flying the Canadian flag, you're traveling. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you're from. If you're if you're white Anglo-Saxon, hey. Yep, exactly. Or white Anglo-Saxon, and you have. Canadian flag sewed onto your pack. It's just probably your your calling card, I guess. Eh? Yeah. See, I, I never actually to did. say like, "Hello, look at me. I'm not American." I think it is for many people, but I've I, I've, I've spoken to American travelers who actually had sewed Canadian flags onto their packs because they didn't want the the negative stereotype of Americans following around. Yeah. So. And I've found most Americans that I've that I've met in travel too are just great. There's some greatest people and actually it's almost been opposite I've met a lot of Canadians that have been traveling got the old flag sewn on it just dinks they think that because they got the flag sewn on their their backpack that they're immune hey it doesn't matter everyone loves being a Canadian no you're a dink (laughs) yeah well, same, yeah, same, even with the Irish, funnily enough, yeah. yeah. You get, you, it's nothing worse than when you're traveling and you meet an Irish person who's acting like a complete tosser. You know, it really makes you sad inside. Really does. <laughs> but anyway, um, so anyway, they think maybe in another few years they'll have another crack at trying to change the flag in New Zealand. I think they've got a much better chance of changing it in New Zealand than they do in Australia. I think in Australia they're much more... Um, Adamant about kind of keeping the whole union jack. Well, they can have it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Take that Australia. Okay. Um, We should almost leg it, eh? It's almost time. The time flew by. Well, we um, actually, Andrew, you're gonna have an outro track for us too, didn't you? You're gonna have a nice Kiwi Kiwi track here. Yes. Gonna give us any info on that? What will be playing? Good shirt. Sure. Song's called Cement. It comes off of the Fiji Baby record of 2004. Sounds all right. And I think it should have north, north from the North Island. I think they're from Auckland. Yeah. From Auckland, well, most most bands in North Island will I travel to Auckland anyway for business, business reasons. But I thought maybe Hamilton. Oh, possibly. So anyway, a very good Kiwi band. I. That's great. That's we great. we've had good shirt on before, I think, haven't we? Yes, early early sessions. This one, like this session one I, I, three, I chose. I chose from a different album. Uh, they're from Christchurch as well, aren't they? See, that's what I originally thought, but then I was um, I was informed that, that that I was mistaken. Where are they from, Wellington, aren't they? 
No, I heard they're from North Island. So we got Auckland, yeah. Wellington, and Hamilton here. So take your pick. If you're from there, great. That's where they're from. If not, suck it. They're one of four million people in a very small country in two islands. That's good enough. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. We can say they're from New Zealand. Yeah. They're from New Zealand. It's crunchy, bouncy guitar rock with some nice little twist of sort of Kurt Cobain, Nirvana-ish sort of uh, under underpinnings with uh, Matthew Sweet. A little bit of Beach Boys kind of harmonies going on. Sweet. That's what it sounds like to me, anyway. Well, that sounds good enough to me as well. Uh, so, great. ladies and gentlemen, thanks once again for, thanks for uh, listening. listening. If you have any suggestions, rock them through. To the aforementioned email address. Yes, no admin stuff now. <laughs> no admin stuff now. Um, that's it. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks See you later. Up.